Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Mary Life Lessons Podcast, the place where I keep it deep, simple, and spiritual. My name is Gemi, and just in case you didn't know, I'm a lover of Jesus at the core, an artist at heart, and I am deeply passionate about helping you achieve a life of great meaning and value. Listen, today's episode, I'm talking all things Kingdom of a Culture, and of course, what I'll be speaking about is my testimony how I got saved and how Jesus Christ met me and saved me. Listen, you do not want to miss this one. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful to have you here today. Um, like I said, I'm going to be sharing um, on my testimony and I'm just so excited to whew, to share and speak about this, man. Look, forgive me if I become a bit over the, all over the place because this is, I would say like, I don't have notes. <laughs> like, I don't have notes. I'm not really um, studying anything, right? This is just me um, here to speak on my experience, what has happened, how God has changed my life and how I have truly seen that the power of God is real and that Jesus Christ exists, right? So, yeah, man, before I get into all of that, please allow me to just jump into prayer. So, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord. I am grateful for what you have done in my life, Jesus, and I just pray that my life becomes uh, a testimony, Lord. May it really encourage people, anyone, Lord, who may be doubting, wondering, thinking, um can you do this for them god though our situations may not be the same father i just ask the lord jesus that you be the one who transforms their life from today onwards god whether it's their family lord i sense that to someone who their family jesus they're looking at their family god and they're doubting wondering can you change and 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 you know restore can you change their family lord can you fix what's going on in their family lord and that may be the thing that actually um, turns them in conv- and convinces them fully of your power, Lord. So I ask that you do that for that person in their family and change their life and, sh- and show them, Lord, that you do care, that you hear the cries of their hearts, Lord. No matter how small or big, Lord God, in your eyes, our cries matter to you. So I love you, Lord, and I thank you. And I pray that each and every person who listens, Lord, will be able to um, see you and even throughout their day, Lord, whether it's now or in the future, God, whether listen, Lord, that they may recognize um, the truth of who you really are. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, yeah, listen. <laughs> so I want to jump straight into it. I don't want to waste any time. Um, yeah, guys, sure. I don't know. If I feel like, if I sound like, sorry, if I sound like I'm all over the place, like I said, um yeah if i'm not wrapping it up nicely (laughs) at the end like i'm literally just gonna speak like you know if i was sitting with you right now or i bumped into you in the street or somewhere um and we just ended up talking about our lives so right i'm just gonna share what god has done in my life um and like i said in the prayer like our situations may be different but it does not mean um you know that god cannot change or touch your life right so i'm still in the middle of the series that we are doing that god has given me the mandate that god has given me from the beginning of this year which was to reach or which is rather 
to reach and touch those who are lost in the times. God wants to reach those who are lost. Jesus wants to encounter you. He wants to have a personal relationship with you. He wants to know you whether you are completely um, lost in the world or perhaps we're in the church but um, you know backslidden or whatever it is or kind of rejected whatever you know i may not know your situation specifically so you know personally what's going on in your life and you know i'm pretty much just here from what the lord has sent me to do to you know for him to encounter you you know it's just his way of trying to reach you and i really pray that you would allow him into um that space man because like i said the time is near um you know we don't know when jesus is going to return but the most important thing is we have to have to be ready um, and Satan is doing whatever he can, whatever he can, you know, whatever he, he, whatever he's trying to do, man, the whole point and assignment is to make sure that people land up in hell, right? And so I am passionate about preaching the gospel and speaking the truth because number one, it's not often that people get to encounter Christ. Many times people encounter church, but they do not encounter God. Just stepping in the four walls of the church, you know, it can be just a religious act for you. But the most important thing is for you to have a personal relationship and walk with the Lord. When you look at the Bible and some of the people that um, have walked with the Lord, right? Like in the Old Testament, when I've seen, I would go through some scriptures, someone like Enoch, you know, when, when, when they speak about how he was someone who... Um, like just ascended into heaven like dude, dude was gone you know <laughs> like he just he just left like he was taking a walk with god one time and then boom he left you get what i'm saying like it literally every time when he speaks about people like that like enoch noah um and you think about uh people like uh who's like david isaiah those type of people in the scriptures that the bible speaks about most of the time the key thing that i've seen right there is that those people had a personal relationship with god and like someone that we know as well is Abraham. Abraham was considered a friend of the Lord. And Jesus Christ considers us our friend, right? As believers that he becomes a friend to us. So the key thing is this. It's a personal relationship with the Lord that you need to have. And I'm not talking about like how you might think it according to the lukewarm system of Christianity and society where it's mixing the world with Jesus. No, I'm talking about real deal, lay down your life, right? Picking up your cross every day and living for the Lord for real, for real. Not jokes, not dabbling in sin and then thinking you can continue to walk with the Lord and live however you want to live. No, that is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about really laying down your life for Christ, really living for Jesus Christ and making sure that he reigns inside of you and not Satan's kingdom and him having authority over you. I'm talking about you really loving the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your mind and all of your soul and following him and him being the most important person in your life, right? I'm talking about not following just a religious system, but you literally, um, like I said, having an experience with God. It is so important. And that was one of the first episodes I spoke about where it says Jesus wants to have a personal relationship with you and you do not have to hide nor run from him because he was saying that many of you have been hiding and many of you have been running from him, right? Um like Adam did in the beginning in um what was it? Yeah, Genesis 3 right where he was caught in sin where he was caught having done something wrong the first thing he did was hide from god right he did not know clearly or see who god truly was so what i'm here to say is that you may be in a situation where your situation is pretty pretty messed up your situation is completely um in shambles and you may not know 
what to do perhaps it's your fault maybe it isn't right if it's a family situation maybe you're looking at your family and how messed up they are and you're just thinking man if is there really god can he really help me with this yes there is and he can transform and change your family right it's bit by bit it's your prayers that transform those things maybe you're the one who's doing the messing up right you're the one who who are caught up in drugs has been living a sexual alternative lifestyle you've been doing all those things but what the lord jesus is saying is that what you need to do is to turn to him that's the most important thing it is not about um you being so focused on your sin like you're aware of your sin but the biggest thing is to repent don't get so stuck in that that you stop yourself from getting to know him right your sin is something that the lord is obviously aware of but what he wants you to do is to let that go die to that let that go die to your flesh you know so when i say having a personal relationship with god I'm talking about you walking with the Lord Jesus Christ, being in, in intimacy and fellowship, knowing the truth. Because here's the thing, the deeper you go into Christ, the deeper you get to know him, the more you get to know who he is, is the more you'll discover his ways. Every part of you that was distorted and sinful is, is going to turn around. Like More and more, you're going to become like him and you'll be able to please God and do things the way God would desire um for them to be done right that's one of the things i learned you know i really thought i was living a life that was chilled i knew i had problems right um and i thought my problems could be fixed by an external thing but i realized that man once i really got into christ and i got so lost in him i was like whoa i was not aware how messed up i was number one and wow i didn't know how filthy i was like yo my mindset was just Ugh. <laughs> my mindset was so filthy like um and i mean things were distorted okay things were distorted like you know how sometimes people have a certain mindset and it's just wrong and they're okay with it and it's chilled um you know those kind of things not knowing that those were the influences of the enemy because of pain or trauma um and things that have happened and then that now has created a belief system so god was changing so many things inside of me and showing me the reality of who he is showing me what he originally planned prior to sin and us coming back into that form so i don't want you to miss that all right i don't want you to miss that i want you to experience that because man jesus has truly truly changed my life it is the work of the holy spirit that i am sitting here it is the work of jesus christ and also me truly surrendering but everything goes to god it's my yes all i had to do is bring a yes right you cannot fix your own problems you cannot fix your own problems jesus says in john 14 verse 6 right i am the only way to god and how you may have probably heard it is i am the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father but through me right that's like an NLT version, I believe. But in the Amplified version, it specifies, right? Elaborates a bit more on what Jesus is saying. It says, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. And no one comes to the Father but through me. Last year, I did an episode diving into this on why Jesus says this, why he says he is the only way, the real truth and the life. And you can literally listen to that one if you want to. There's so much insight and, and depth that the Holy Spirit um offloaded or gave me to share and i was truly blessed by that as well but i want to look into the elements of him being um 
the real life, right? Sin separates us eternally from God. So the word life in this text refers to Zoe life and its eternal life, right? So though God restores us, um, he restores our life, right? The power of the gospel, the power of salvation is so important, right? Um, and God really restores our life. And that's what he did for me because sin totally separates us from God eternally right it's either we're going to end up in hell or heaven and i choose to be with god i want to be with god for the rest of my life not uh, 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 perish eternally right so that's what jesus is referring to here right um he is the one who gives us eternal life because and he also restores our uh, our life even here on the earth like when i look at some of the things that happened to me there's so much that i had lost but he had restored that there's pain that i had in my heart and he healed that you know, there's certain things you may go through and you may feel like, ah, you know, I'll just live with it. Because it's like, you know, you can't change that. But this is the beauty of the Bible coming alive. Second Corinthians 5, I believe, verse 17 speaks of, of how, you know, when we are now really, truly grafted in Christ, the old life, the old things have passed away and behold, the new has come. Not is coming, but has already come right and i've been living that reality i've been living that reality of what jesus has done on the cross and you can too i had the opportunity to have a brand new life because of our god what jesus had did on the cross so to give you a backstory man um and again i'm here to relate with you right because if you look at some of the episodes that i've been sharing um it may um yes we're dealing specifically with the topic of sin right areas of sin that god wants to deal with stuff that people don't talk about um and the the thing that i also want to highlight and show is that i come from somewhere too right i'm not just sitting here preaching but don't have a story because oftentimes people may try to put preachers on a pedestal you know or make it seem like preachers are perfect and all that like i'm not a pastor i'm not a preacher right but i really um, okay, I preach definitely. <laughs> so I guess I'm a preacher at heart um, because of man, the passion that I have for the love of God. But for me, it truly is about like, yo, you guys need to really see, know, and understand how powerful God is. And that's where my passion is, right? Like I said, too many people experience the church, right? You experience tradition, religion, all these, these things that happen inside of a church, but you don't get to encounter Christ. And sometimes it just has to do with our heart posture. Sometimes it has to do with maybe the church itself is just like lukewarm. There's no anointing. There's no power of God. They're not really uh, preaching the true gospel that can transform your life. Right? So whatever it is, my biggest thing is I want you to encounter Christ and you pursue him earnestly. He wants to be found by you. Right? So to give you a backstory of my life, right? So I am someone who um grew up in the roman catholic church which is of course super religious um and also the doctrine is like completely wrong and false so of course i was growing under the wrong perception of who god is i was seeing a lot of bad things happening in my life um praying the wrong prayers <laughs> oftentimes um and you know really not knowing and understanding what is really going on in my life so for years and years and years seeing wrong things happening not understanding how did i get you what happened other times were it was issues that someone else had caused other times it was you know things that either were being done to me 
wrongful things that were done to me, abuse that has been done to me, physical abuse, uh, verbal, emotional, sometimes, you know, manipulation, witchcraft, dealing with those kind of things, right? Witchcraft attacks uh, are from people, people trying to manipulate me because that is also a form of witchcraft. Because um, sometimes witchcraft isn't someone really getting like some muti or what is this thing? their stuff you know to like do something on you you know there are those that do that but there was also like manipulation and control which is a spirit of witchcraft when you try to manipulate and control other people right god doesn't even control us as much as he loves us think about how when you're living in your sin he doesn't try to control and be like hey you have to listen to me now he allows you to live your life and you make a choice but there are consequences for our choices so i got burned of course in many areas with the consequences of my choices and, and that was also causing um, more pain in my life right i had no knowledge and understanding of who god was i had no um i didn't even know where to begin man to try to figure out my life when it came to the lord so most of the time like i was really struggling with a lot you know and here's the thing i want to tell you you know you can have your parents you can grow up in like this great wonderful home and have everything but there is a void on the inside of us that is specifically designed for god let me say that again there is a void specifically ne, that is inside of us that is designed for God. And there were things that I realized that, listen, my parents did all that they could. And this, ha, this is bigger than me. And this is also bigger than them. So when it came to my issue of salvation, it had nothing to do with my parents, nothing to do with how I was raised. It had everything to do with me. I had to come face to face with my own actions. I had to come face to face with the truth of what I had done in my own life. But most of all, I had to acknowledge and be honest about the fact that I had a void. And I was searching for it in so many areas, right? Um, so, yeah, I had multiple bad friendships, bad relationships. Um, getting my heart broken several times, premarital sex. Um betrayal uh, abuse like i said before um what else there were so many things that happened failure disappointment um demonic possession of uh, dem demons like tormenting me you know in my dreams things of that nature so i had a lot of bad things that were happening to me that i was seeing and i did not understand it there's number one a spiritual realm and also secondly that the power of god is real you know one of the things i remember is when i was sleeping at night and i had this like sleep paralysis right um and of course this 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 thing the spirit this demon that was uh forcefully you know coming over me trying to take over me in my dreams right that i had my eyes closed in the moment like i was dreaming but in the moments like you know when you wake up sometimes and you find that that thing is still there that spirit right this was happening in the dream I was not able to utter a single word. It's like I was muzzled by the spirit completely, unable to speak, unable to say a word. And this is me prior to me being saved, right? And in that time, I was now trying to figure out who Jesus was. I was really at this point where I was trying, trying to figure out, is Jesus real? What is going on? I had not given my life to Christ. And I remember just in the dream, right, being attacked and this demon um just taking over me and 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 completely muzzling me where i could not cry could not scream could not do anything and the only name or person i could think of in that moment to say was jesus the moment i spoke the name jesus that spirit 
that demon left me instantly it's like a fear came over that spirit a power of god came over that spirit and look at that even in my sin god was still having mercy on me because of the genuine cry that i had see there are moments in our lives where there is stuff that you've also done wrong né? and maybe you say hey god if you get me out of the situation i'll do this this is that or you know these things because we here's the thing we misunderstand who god really is and that's why i really encourage you to listen to the first episode that i did um talking about don't hide from god and part two of it which is god's personal love and like i said jesus was saying that we really misunderstand who he is sometimes we try to do this transactional thing like ayo lord because we 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 try to mirror or um how do i put it we try to mirror or understand a god who is eternal and supreme and so big and has no form who created all things right and we try to mirror him and bring him into the little tiny peanut mind that we have um and even the encounters that we've had so we mirror him with the people we've had we've had experiences with like maybe you dated someone who was transactional was like yo if you don't have sex with me like you don't love me if you don't do this right with those ultimatums and so we do the same with god and you think that god is like that like god hey look if you get me out of this thing you know you scratch my back i'll scratch yours god is not like us people we're sinful as ever we're sinful as ever and that's the reality that is the natural way of what we are but that's why we have to be born again and become a whole new different person a brand new person born from above by the spirit of god so you may have stuff that you've done right and you feel like hey if you're transactional with god you know hey god look get me out of the situation and i'll be fine right that you and i will be good so you scratch my back i'll scratch yours no so think about how you've also had encounters maybe yours was not like mine maybe it was not a demonic uh, um experience that you've encountered you know maybe you 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 missed death maybe you almost felt i don't know sometimes people are like oh you almost felt pregnant like you got scared you know what you did was wrong you had unprotected sex you did something now you feel like oh my gosh oh my prayer my pregnant you know things like that that people do and then you're like oh god if you can give me a restaurant whoo man i promise i will never do this again and then you fall again see there comes a time where god is so 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 loving right the bible says now in, in the new testament that he we should jesus um teaches us to pray for our enemies right to love those who hate us because god is good on the good those who do good and even those who do bad it's not about like us it's about him who he is it exalts and and and, and um amplifies who he is god is not going to become transactional because you are god is not going to change and be something else because you're that notice how like sometimes when let's say you could be try to be a good person but the moment someone betrays you like mm, that's it i'm going to betray other people as well he's not like that he's not tit for tat he doesn't bend over backwards and change and become this other person because of um uh, uh us remember um the word of god also says i believe it's in james i can't remember which scripture it is but it says that god is not tempted by sin nor does he tempt anyone the person who does the tempting is satan so because god naturally cannot be tempted he's not going to be sitting there out here trying to tempt you 
right? So we're not, we're the ones who get tempted as human beings, but he doesn't. So I'm saying that to say that he's not like us. He's not like you. He's not like me, right? So we should not um, confine him to our human experience here where he's a supernatural being and a supernatural, powerful God who's higher than Satan, by the way. He's greater, more powerful than the devil. So, so yeah, man. So like, this is um, what I'm saying. Like you've probably done some things, right? And you promised to God that you would get out of these things. Um, but somehow God covered you, right? It's the example of his goodness. But in that, there was opportunities for us to repent and turn to him um, when he had for him to have mercy on us. It was showing those were those snippets where he was trying to reach you to show you like, hey, look, I love you. Like, I want you to have a relationship with me. He's not, I don't, of course, God is not okay with our sin, right? But I'm just saying, sometimes you see the goodness of God and how some people didn't survive certain things, but you somehow survived those things. And that is me, right? Like, I was literally someone who came out of that dream, you know, fortunately. And when I screamed the name of Jesus, I, boom, I was out. And, you know, from that day onwards, right, it was not the turning point or moment, but it, it like, helped me. I kept, you know, inquiring and, and moving and pushing to get to know the Lord. So, yeah, man. So, I was involved in a lot of stuff like getting drunk, um, doing a lot of things that were very very worldly carnal of course and living a lifestyle of sin and i remember like over time one thing that happened is that you know i just was just fed up i was like you know what my life is not making any sense my life is really really not making any sense and i don't know how to fix this like yo if i had a time machine and i could start over man i would kill for that right now i would love it because i i knew within myself that there were so many errors that I had made and like an eraser on a board like I felt like I could just rub off rub off whatever all the wrong areas in my life all the mistakes that I've done um just so I can have a new beginning because the thing about sin is that it really weighs on you every time you, you sin it sounds it feels nice in the moment but it really does weigh on you it's like more and more is being loaded on you in that time right um you know and i'm just thinking about some people who encounter religion you're someone who genuinely desires to know god but all these rules right it's like they keep you out from knowing god they 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 shut the door from you knowing god and you're burdened by these things you think that going doing certain things like hey let me serve at the church all the time let me do um i don't know what other stuff they people tell people to do but that's what i mean like i don't really grow up in the church right so I'm thankful for that because sometimes when I really hear people's stories on how just being in the church system, there's nothing wrong with the church, right? I'm not denoting, like denouncing it. The church is, is phenomenal. We need it. We need fellowship. And in fact, it's something that God does want us to do in scripture where he mentions that we should be um, gathering. We should not neglect gathering with our brothers and sisters. But I'm talking about a system where that causes you to feel like, hey, um, I need to jump through hoops of fire. Like in order for me to, like the Roman Catholic, right? The system of what they teach, right? It's very work-based. Where you feel like I need to do one, two, three in order for God to forgive me. I need to do, you know, four, five, six in order to get to a certain place. You get what I'm saying? So you still find the burdens and the sin weighing heavy on you. But what you need um, is that yoke to be broken? Is that heaviness to be broken? Is that thing to be broken? And for me, that came with um, receiving 
salvation. See, when I began to really hear the true gospel and how my sins were forgiven and that Jesus was someone who had died for me and rose again. So here's the thing. Sometimes we hear that Jesus died for us. And in fact, we hear that often. People are aware who Jesus is. And you may be someone who knows him. You're aware that he exists. But the question is this. You don't have, sorry, not the question, but the issue is this. You have no revelation of who he is. When you have a hard truth, it really does keep you like in in in, in bondage. <laughs> Half truths are a problem because it keeps you in bondage. So you really need to have the full revelation and understanding of who Christ really is, right? Some people can think that Jesus Christ is just someone who just died on the cross and that's that, right? But they don't teach the fact that he rose again because that's where the power is, right? What that speaks to is um, one of the things, for example, that I saw personally in my life, the manifestation of that is when you know when we are living in sin right we are spiritually dead so though you're physically alive on the earth like you're already separated from god right so i was separated from god in my sin but the moment i received hallelujah thank you holy spirit man i feel you the moment i received the holy spirit i mean i received jesus christ and the holy spirit came inside of me and i truly truly repented of my sins and i was like enough is enough i don't want to live this life anymore then that eternal life and power came inside of me right then like finally now that that the deadness was gone i became alive christ became alive you know my sin i died i died to my sin i died to everything and i now was completely dead <laughs> like literally christ was alive or is alive inside of me and when i saw with that right is the transformation that happened on the inside um so christ being raised from the dead right um it he restores what was lost he restores um, us to life back with Christ. I'm sorry, with, with God, back to union with God. Because originally we were meant to be with God and are separated from him. But because of the fall of man and sin, like Genesis 3 explains, that is what caused um, sin to come into the world. Um, hence the world being how it is. But Revelation does explain the book of Revelation does explain how God is going to restore all of that. So in the meantime, right, we are here receiving the word of God, living the word of God um, and doing the work of God <laughs> until he returns. So Christ has conquered everything. Christ has literally conquered death, hell and the grave. Christ has conquered sin. So if you're someone who's living in sin, you're, you're gay, you're lesbian, whatever it is, and you feel like, you know, I don't know, you're rejected, you isolated you don't know who you are you're confused about your identity it does not matter the point is you can have a brand new life in god okay you can have a brand new life in jesus christ so christ has conquered it all you know so that's what i mean when i said when i say that sometimes you hear about the lord jesus but you don't understand what that what does that really mean for you you know because we search we have a spiritual hunger or we're dead spiritually but seek for answers naturally. You cannot feed your soul with food. Food is for the stomach, right? It's, it's a natural thing because we're three parts, your spirit, your soul, and your body. Your physical body, in order for it to be cleansed, needs you to get in a shower or a bathtub, okay? You cannot pray that thing away. <laughs> you cannot pray order or whatever, right? Maybe, I don't know if people do that, but my point is this, right? There's, there's things that we need and there's, specific things that um go for those needs right so spiritually we need god god is spirit though it says uh, those that worship god the word of god says those that worship god worship in spirit and truth so god is spirit 
And when we're born again, we're born by the spirit, according to John 3. Because John 3 says that um, what is flesh is flesh and what is born of the spirit is spirit. So our spirit needs to be born again in order for us to now have the nature of God and live a brand new life in the Lord Jesus Christ, right? So seeking, um, that's the mistake that I was doing. I was jumping from relationship to relationship thinking that, hey, maybe if I dated this kind of person, um, my heart won't be broken. Maybe if I date this kind of person, it won't be so bad. And it's like, you know, maybe I should just keep my walls up altogether and protect myself and I'll be fine and no one will hurt me. I was doing the wrong thing altogether, but I lacked wisdom, right? And it's after I gave my life to Christ where I realized what my what I was crying for. I was doing trying my soul and spirit were crying for God, and I was trying to fix it naturally through other relationships. So yeah, Jesus Christ is powerful. He conquered the cross. He conquered um, death, hell, and the grave, and completely destroyed Satan's power of of sin. Um, on the cross right he was the one who provided the atonement sin had to be atoned for sin had to be paid for right like god had to judge some someone for all the bad things but the bible mentions that there's parts where he held back um his anger right because for the purpose of us getting saved man how amazing is that he held back his anger and was patient with us you know to the point where christ came so that all the the the, the sins of the entire world were literally encompassed on Christ and he like got rid of everything because he's the only person right remember Christ was fully God and fully man who was tempted in all ways but he never sinned so he was the only person who lived on this earth who never ever sinned he never ever sinned in comparison to us right he never sinned he was tempted by satan but he never sinned so he came in human form right i'm saying this so you understand how this relates to you because you may be like yeah i know jesus but how does that change my life yeah i know he died on the cross but what does that mean look this is what it means jesus christ who was also human being like you imagine this an enormous god who created the galaxies the stars the universe everything you see around us he created it right and i'm not talking about buildings of course <laughs> like we built buildings or whatever but I'm talking about like every beautiful thing we see. Some of the stuff that people end up worshipping. Talking about how they worship the universe. God created that thing. You're worshipping something that's lesser than. Like you're worshipping creation and not God himself. What I'm saying is, is that there's more. You're thinking you're living and sitting with all this power. But there's actually more. So imagine a God who's so big. Is able to just come into the shape or form of a human being. Right? Is born through a virgin. Right? And then... And we don't worship that. That's the thing. That's what the Roman Catholic do. That's the problem. They're talking about um, worshiping the saints, Mary and all of that. We don't worship that person. She was a, um, a vessel that God was using, right? Remember, Jesus says the only way to, to, to get to the Father is through him, right? He's the mediator. It's not Mary praying for us or whatever. That's the false religion. That's what the religion does so that you end up worshiping idols, worshiping the wrong things and if you can go back to a couple of episodes before i spoke about idol worship right so these people are vessels it's just the process of how jesus was born and there's purpose and meaning to that but not for us to worship that right so jesus was born right um and as a human being like us right it's just that he, he wasn't conceived in sin or whatever <laughs> but he he came as a human being and what i'm saying this matters to you right is that whatever pain you feel he's felt 
whatever hurt you've had, he's had. He's been betrayed. He was beaten. He was rejected. He was spat on. He was punched. Literally, if you read the Bible, he was. it literally says they would strike him across the face when he was placed um, amongst the, 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 the religious rulers where they were questioning him. That who does he think he is? All that for you, right? So what that meant for me is that, yo, I know that I did wrong. I knew that what I did was wrong against God. But I didn't know how to get out of it because I knew that all my ways were sinful. How on earth was I going to fix this? I'm the problem, right? But like to believe and place my faith in Jesus who never had any sin means, oh Lord, thank you, that I receive of that same gift. I now become righteous or clean or pure in the eyes of God because I trusted in Jesus, God's plan, right? for humanity for salvation i trusted in jesus and not trusting in myself or trusting in religion it's not these practices or how much you go to church or what you do that makes you right with god listen you can mark a full calendar year going to church and not encounter god once you can literally do all these things and not once Find yourself right in God because there's people who deal with self-righteousness and think that way, their way makes them right with God. But there is God's way. And that's what I chose. And when I understood the power of the fact that, wow, look, you may be living in sin right now. There are spirits, there are demons that are attacking you, right? And you know, you know it's painful, you know it's bad, you know it's wrong. Um, and you don't know how to get out. Faith in Jesus Christ places you in right standing with god you're aware of your sin you know what you've done but it's your faith in jesus christ that washes away all your sin when you repent of your sin and say hey lord you're the one who comes with that eternal salvation so whatever pain you felt in jesus has felt that like he he takes that away the sin and judgment the sorry the judgment of sin right that god would have whatever yeah basically the judgment of sin right or whatever issues you have had and when you choose to have faith in in jesus christ right like god doesn't now judge you anymore for your sin but for those who reject that that's what remains for you 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 remain under the judgment of god because you already are under sin right so the most important thing like i was saying is jesus christ is is very powerful right he was all god all man and he really understood your pain he knew he came down to your level and my level right so there's nothing that is too hard for god okay there's nothing that's too hard for god so you can have a fresh start and a new beginning when i accepted jesus christ like it's like i said that eraser board it's like my whole past was erased not like it's like it really is the case I had no memory anymore. The power of God hit me so hard that I had no memory of the pain anymore. Everything was removed from me to literally show what he had done on the cross. That power that I encountered transformed me so much and I've never been the same. And that happened over seven years ago. Seven years ago, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. He transformed my life forever. And so I'm saying this to say, like, you know, earlier on, like I was saying, is that people would just say, hey, Jesus died, but they don't say he rose again. There's power in the resurrection. 
you are dead inside and you can resurrect resurrection is to bring something to life back again your spirit your soul hallelujah lord your spirit your soul is brought back to life again it's brought back to relationship with god again god is the one who breathed life into humanity into human beings in the beginning he breathed his breath of life his spirit inside of us but because of sin and us falling or man falling into sin there was that separation between us and god so jesus christ restored all of that okay he is the most high and the most powerful god and he's the one who is going to make things right for you or not going has already made things right for you and he's the one who makes sure that um you know humanity was brought back together but it is it's literally entirely up to you and in my case i chose to to believe in jesus and that's when my transformation happened that's when I saw not only myself, but even parts of my family were being touched. People's lives were being transformed. In other cases, people were being exposed. Those who were not for me were being exposed. God was really cleaning house. It wasn't just cleaning me on the inside, but also just like everything on the outside. And another thing I want to touch again, right? Going back to soul, body, and spirit. Think about how, like what I was saying, what we need, right? Is God's word. Our spirit needs God's word. He transforms us and it also saves our soul, as the Bible says. Right, so when you're born again, we're born again, um, our spirit is renewed, but our soul also still needs work, which is our mind, will, and emotions. And for it to be transformed, where Romans 12 speaks about Romans 12 too speaks on how we need to renew our mind daily on the word of God. Um, I think there's another scripture that says daily, but I know that one says um we need to renew our mind in the word of God. So that's where salvation also comes, right? And salvation, here's the thing I want to just say that if Jesus when he saves us it's not just about us going to heaven i'm going to dive into the topic of salvation soon um and i'm going to allow the lord to literally help me dive into that so i can explain to you specifically what that means right so you understand what salvation is for you and what god really is saying so yeah man there's so much that god does for you and me and the key thing is just whether we accept it or we're going to reject it jesus has already done everything um he's already fought for us we have conquered we're not a church that is or a people that is um lost or dead anymore but a people that knows who their god is when we accept jesus christ so i don't know what your situation is right that's why i'm passionate about all things kingdom of a culture because when i really saw um how pop culture was the society the standards and the world is was just literally destroying us the kingdom of god is so different from what pop culture says um and god really is so much greater and better than what the enemy wants for this world so no one cares <laughs> what the enemy wants um he may try his plan but he's lost though he's operating right now but he operates for those specifically who don't know god right as a believer i have power over satan because i receive because jesus uh conquered satan right um conquered everything conquered sin completely because he was the one who had the power um of death so he took back the power like he conquered jesus conquered everything so now as a believer and i believe in jesus christ and follow jesus christ i now receive of that because the bible says we become joint heirs with christ so the triumph and victory that jesus has i have okay but if you're someone who does not know jesus christ it's you living still under the control of the devil and that's what i'm trying to show you that there's more to life than that. So Jesus Christ changed my entire life. 
my testimony is a lot more <laughs> but for the sake of time i i'm just gonna leave it right here like there's so much that jesus has done for me you know if I could really dive into a lot of things that he's done it's beautiful you know and even when i hear people's testimonies and how they encountered god it's different right but they knew that they knew that jesus was real and i pray that you receive that revelation you receive that knowledge that you begin to open up yourself and encounter who jesus christ really is and know for real for real that he is real you know so so yeah man that is my testimony um there is so much more that i could share uh concerning this if it was possible to do like a q and a perhaps but there's so much that god has done and he's given me eternal life and honestly i have not looked back you know i have not looked back to from that moment and my prayer is that you would have the same encounter that you would encounter christ and not just go to church right so you would literally encounter christ and not go to church like there is serious genuine power in god there is supernatural life giving transformational power in god and it's not just about reading the word of god because many people can read the bible but are still religious and lost and living in sin it's not just about reading the bible <laughs> like the thing that i think about is this yo the bible is like the scripture explains that he is god breathed right so mean holy spirit is the one who um inspired the people is inspired by the holy spirit who inspired people to write those things so if the holy spirit is the author of the bible how can i who's not spirit or not even didn't have the holy spirit fully understand the bible unless i get the author himself to help interpret and elaborate these things for me you know so but sometimes people really encounter god through scripture i'm not saying that you can't at all right god can encounter you in that and maybe that's your story where there's something that really stood out for you but what i'm saying is that um it's it we do really need jesus christ and we need salvation and having the holy spirit also just tops it off and he helps us you know so yeah i don't want to discourage you and you think that no god can't encounter you in scripture like he can do anything there's no limitation like i said there may be a story he maybe transformed your life through the bible or maybe you know someone who's reading scripture was not saved i don't know and then you know something happened so i'm not going to write that off you know only god knows people's personal stories and causes and he knows you specifically and how he can also encounter you but my encouragement is this to you is that you continue to pursue him right there's a scripture in jeremiah 29 i believe you know we all know jeremiah 29 11 when people quote it and say god i know the plans for you plans to prosper you give you hope in the future but if you go further down right i believe it's verse 13 where he speaks about if you seek him with your whole heart like you genuinely genuinely seek him with your whole heart he will be found by you so god truly does desire for you to find him right to be found by you and for you to pursue him he's just waiting on you right um just like he was waiting on me and i really pray that my testimony has encouraged you and somehow that it will help you and also change your life so yeah man i am done i just want to seated in prayer and yeah praying that you know these things will these words will encourage you so heavenly father thank you so much for what you've done god and i just ask that you truly just you use your power and your word to encounter people lord 
I may have said a lot or said whatever you've led me to say, Jesus, but you know exactly who you desire to speak with and you know exactly what their situation, God. I just really, really pray. As this person that I keep saying to, I don't know who you are, but it's like, yo, the biggest thing that you are going through right now is an issue with your family. I don't know if you guys are fighting. I don't know what's going on. But it's almost like you're looking at God to say, hey, Lord, like, if you do this, like, listen, I'm convinced that you're real. Like, it's almost like God doing something in your family will literally, like, you see, it's almost like you say, hey, God, if you fix this, like, this, if this thing right here is fixed, I'm going to be convinced that there's a God. And it's like, it's almost like that's the thing or the one thing that will just turn you completely to believe in Jesus. And because you want to see a manifestation of his power, you know, and the situation in your family is so big, but then you're like, how is this thing going to get fixed? I pray that the Lord actually now begins to do that thing now and release your power over that family, God, whoever it is, whether it's one person or there are multiple people, Lord, who are going through this, Lord, may you encounter them, Father, and show that, yes, you are real, that genuinely you care about their family, Lord Jesus, and whether it's their dad, I don't know if you have a father who's probably violent or abusive. Father God, I pray that even for that father who is being violent and abusive in this moment, Jesus, that you turn, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, that situation around God and that those spirits that are controlling him, Lord, that you will soften the heart, you will um, remove those spirits and also soften the hearts of that man. May you encounter the father God who will be a, a loving, soft father. I'm seeing like in the spirit, like someone who's like a, a violent, I don't know, maybe your father is violent, but then someone i don't know if you're a teenager or what but i really pray that whatever household you're living in you know maybe you are that's your stepdad you know i'm hearing the word stepchild like maybe you are a stepchild and you're a girl thank you holy spirit a daughter so that's your you are the step uh, uh um daughter yes of this person and i'm thinking I'm, from what i'm hearing from the lord you're the stepdaughter of this person and he is you know being abusive to you i pray number one the protection of the lord over you in the mighty name of jesus christ and i believe you're age 12 i'm praying the protection hallelujah thank you holy spirit you're between the ages of 12 and 13 covering i pray that the lord covers you right now in jesus name i pray that uh, you are covered now in the mighty name of jesus christ and you're protected i also pray that lord you literally muzzle and silence those demons operating in that man that is causing that man to be violent towards this child and making her fearful i command the fire of god around her to be protected in jesus name and the fire of god in this household and for you god to remove that demonic spirit that causes division that spirit of anger that spirit of fear and trauma and you heal the heart of that man jesus i pray that that man that father encounters you lord um he encounters you in the mighty name of the in the mighty name of our lord jesus christ wow thank you holy spirit i'm also seeing in the spirit a name called carol i don't know if carol is someone that's listening right now or will listen in the future um i'm also praying for you for the lord the lord just highlighted your name i'm praying for you right now the lord mentions healing that carol you need healing right now in jesus name healing in your blood i'm not too sure what's going on but i command, i release the healing of god right now that healing power is transformed into your blood right now in the mighty name of jesus christ may you be delivered completely in jesus Christ's name hallelujah thank you god thank you for encountering these families and people and these children lord thank you for counting your children I've noticed that I do have listeners who are at least um, around high school. So <laughs> that is awesome. So glad to have you guys. And I pray for the Lady Carol and the beautiful girl that I just saw in the spirit who's age 12 or 13. 
pray that the Lord right now protects you. And I declare that the spirit of fear will not come over you right now. You will sleep in peace. And the Lord Jesus Christ, may he encounter you. And may he be the one that visits you and protects you. And I pray a hedge of protection over you. And even for your stepdad to be delivered. And for you to heal him, Lord. And that the spirit that tries to take over him, I command, Lord God, that your that the spirits, Lord, are completely destroyed off of his life and cast out Satan. I command you to leave that man in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not use him anymore to cause trauma. You will not use him to cause trauma and destroy this girl's life or, or, or hurt her in any way, shape or form. I declare this right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you. I love you, Father God, and I praise you. You are so, so awesome. I speak peace and healing over this family and the spirit of abuse is not going to continue anymore. I speak healing. I declare she will not fear anymore. Thank you, God. She will not fear anymore when she sleeps. She will not fear when she's in that house. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Release your power. Release your power, Lord. I thank you for really releasing your power. I thank you for your power, Lord God, and I thank you for the testimonies. And I thank you, Lord, for the transformation you're doing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I worship you. I praise you. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, there is some construction happening at the house, guys. Sorry if you hear like voices in the background. Um, but I definitely had to come on here and just yo get this done. Really get this done. And I'm so glad I came because I was not expecting for the lord to speak to you so yeah i'm going to keep praying for this family that i'm seeing in the spirit um for this for who i don't know who you are the 12 year old girl 12 or 13 and your stepdad who is abusive towards you i'm going to keep praying for you um i know i know what that's like i've been there before i've been there before and it was my own um experience as well so i want to continue to pray for you and for the lord to cover you you know you are loved and i pray that god blesses you and a powerful hedge of protection is over you that suddenly there will be a switch in the family and that your father will be a brand new person and a brand new man in jesus name and satan will not have him thank you hallelujah god i love you i worship you amen amen and amen lord thank you for what you've done amen guys until uh next week where i jump into i believe um i don't know i don't know if i could say second last episode or what we're almost done with our series of tackling um you know the topics that deal with sin and basically god trying to reach those who are lost um my next topic yeah <laughs> i'm gonna do this jumping into it next week titled salvation so um yeah man until next week you know ride let's ride let's ride with the lord let's ride with the lord and let's not leave him i love you guys god bless you god cover you god keep you in jesus name bye